Hello everyone. I Mrs. Hamsafar Dipika along with Mr. Hamsafar Harshwardhan welcomes you to a brand new show Check Please a complete wrap on hospitality and travel. The show will bring a comprehensive overview of the hospitality and travel industry along with fun conversations with some of our great hospitality professionals. So join us on this fantastic journey. You can stay connected with us on our social media handles linked below. Also follow this podcast on Spotify. On the very first episode of this show, join Mr. Hamsafar Harshwardhan while he talks to the coolest hospitality faculty and our mentor Ms. Rachna Agashi from IHM Hyderabad. They're going to discuss her exciting journey in the industry and some interesting stories about the campus. Listen in there. Thanks, Devika, for the wonderful introduction to our show and our first episode. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me to welcome Ms. Rachna Agashe. She's not only been our professor in college, she's also been our mentor, our friend, our philosopher and guide with this entire journey that both of us have had over the last 10 years in the hospitality industry. I have not only picked her brains about her thoughts and her journey in the industry, but we've also delved into some interesting questions that may excite you and that may also you know gain the curiosity make us all rethink about our choices of our career as well as guide a lot of these young folks who are aspiring to become hoteliers so without further ado please join me to welcome ms rachna agashe Yes, so uh, like I said, if you could quickly take us through your entire journey of, I think what, 20 years at IHM and before that also? Uh, 20 years at IHM Hyderabad, 21, there's a 21st year, then one year at Shakti, one year at Regency, yeah. three and a half years in the hotel industry. Okay, that was the green part. Ha that was with Green Park and I was with Zika the Z Institute of Institute of Creative Arts I was their PRO for about 6 months oh. so that was one part that I had oh. in a Z Telefilms walo ke sath oh. interesting so uh, how did you sort of uh, this is about if I remember doing the math right about 27 28 years ago and about 3 years of college yes So about 30 years ago, how did you sort of end up choosing hotels or hospitality on the? Mm, you want to hear the truth, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. For me, what happened was uh, I gave all my exams after 12th class. Mm-hmm. I was a person who was very inquisitive by nature and all that, so I thought I should uh, probably be a scientist. because my dad was a scientist so that that thing was there in the back of my mind mm. and uh, i gave my exams and probably i would have gotten through had i pursued it 
बट देन आई डेंट परस्यू की हाँ कंप्यूटर इंजीनियरिंग या फिर मेडिकल एंड ऑल दीज थिंग्स आई डेंट पुश माई सेल्फ टू मच इन टू इट एंड देन वन पॉइंट माई डैड सेज अच्छा देर इज अटल मैनेजमेंट का भी एग्जाम यू गिव दैट आई गिव दी एग्जाम एंड ट्रस्ट मी आई एम टॉकिंग अबाउट the year 1990 now uh, most of you might end up saying we were not born then that's a different story so <laughs> i don't want to i don't really want to sound ancient here but then still i'm talking about that period of time when there was no internet there was no uh, way that you could search for information now we are in an age of information overload but at that point of time there was nothing so i gave the exam and i passed and what happened was we used to have an interview with the principals okay. so i went chennai to give an interview okay. if i had to get admission i had to first do a jee a joint entrance exam hmm. and after i finished the joint entrance exam once i qualified through it i would supposed to go for a interview now there are three or four interview uh, the my interview panel had three or four principals of different colleges i still remember mrs yamunaranga rao being on it oh. my principal and uh, questions were asked and that formal atmosphere was created and, and i was like okay may or may not make it who knows and i saw aishan chennai students looking very smart in their black and white skirt and this thing when they were walking across and stuff like that so that 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 was the only impression i had and then when it came to filling up the form uh, we were asked for three different air places do you want to go to hyderabad chennai blah 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 whatever i wrote hyderabad 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 i still remember writing all three as hyderabad hota hai hota hai nahi hota hai nahi hota it actually did not matter to me at that point of time then i get a card that says that you have passed and please come and report to the college on so and so so and so day Hmm. now i reached the college that is the first time and the last time my father took me to the college <laughs> first time okay. and probably the last so i go to the college i pay up the fees and everything and then the next day onwards we were supposed to start off and now when i go in i am told about the subjects that we'll be doing up front office class me i still remember anjana madam telling me or rather the whole batch that you have to find out about countries currencies capitals and geography and this and that and that hit me okay. it hit me because i'm very bad at geography at school horrible i never did my map appointing myself i would always take help in some form or the other but then that was a point where i was supposed to learn up about the world find out where things are where countries are and that was trust me it was a shocker and then the next subject i was told was kitchen oh my god that set me off completely completely because i never stepped into my own kitchen when it came to the house chai banani tak nahi aati thi us time pe and i'm doing kitchen one subject that i would run away from for 3 years continuously but then still we were supposed to do it i passed thankfully that's a different story but then kitchen and it put me off again now these were two or three subjects and then housekeeping bhaiya safai karni padegi you have to clean up you have to do bathrooms i still remember saraswati madam telling us about all these things and i said what have i gotten myself into actually 
and the first few months our seniors were like we had a lot of pd a lot of pd so our seniors are telling us what the industry is all about and how it is going to turn up and stuff like that and i kept telling myself no i'm in the wrong place i disliked every moment of the first month and i told my dad that what did you get me into first thing i didn't know anything about it you virtually pushed me into it and now i want to leave i want to do my bsc i want to get into genetics i said i i leave i want to leave then my dad says acha beta ek kaam kar fees to pay kar diye now do one thing at least do 6 months give your midterm exam there's going to be that one midterm exam that you will have i said fine i'll do that one midterm exam and i went and completed if you fail in even one subject i'll withdraw you from there and then the next this thing you can do your bsc i said fine fair enough now i think it hurts your ego the thought that you're going to fail yeah and and that was one thing that actually i didn't fail in any subject I may probably I got good marks in almost everything which was a shocker even for myself but then I managed it oh. now I now my now my dad is like smiling at me and saying beta aap to nahi nikal raha now you have to continue because you said about failing in any subject you have to go ahead do it so i said fine 3 years i completed hmm. and those 3 years i think what started off as a night where i probably went through a transformation hmm. day one at the college a 12th class girl who was from a kendriya vidyalay who's used to wearing her uniform and two plaques with red ribbons and i report to the college wearing that day one in the sense i'm wearing a we we didn't have uniforms to be worn on the first few days so we were hmm. i was wearing a skirt i still remember a yellow colored skirt with two details kind of thing. and i'm there in the college day one wow. now that is my day one and then the transformation after 3 years i think i would say it was a story of the ugly duckling what started off and what ended okay. the transformation was really very high so i i i felt hotel management made me life ready i'm not even talking about hotel ready i'm saying life it actually gave me the courage it gave me the strength it gave me the confidence to handle so many things so i i really give it to the course to the syllabus whatever it is i may have hated it at that point of time but then i really give it to it that i came out life ready more than anything and i think that is what is required and no team teaches you and it also you are you know uh, i have sort of uh, for the last decade i've been talking to a lot of people kids coming for uh, industrial training and all that and you sort of sometimes get connected with them after they finish their training or things of those sort and they have some radical views you know before going to training the first year students are all pepped up but they end up first they're all pepped up so to tell this girl thing to do and when after they come back they like Change completely. Did that sort of thing happen with you? I mean, no. See, I I would say uh, when I went for my training, for my second year training, hmm. we it was a change, a complete change. The glamour was never on our side. Hmm. 
the glamour is always on the other side. Yeah. But then you are the person who is projecting the glamour. You have to remember that. Hmm. See, come what may, you are still projecting the glamour. So if yeah. I have project myself i can't look like a beggar in a five star hotel standing behind a reception counter i need to look the part so yeah. i had to ensure you have to ensure all these things when you're there so when i went in for my training it it came as a shock because you're serving people real life situations real life scenarios and all these things and i went in at a time when a golden handshake was extended to most of the staff members so you can imagine 50 to 70% of the staff was sent home and we were trainees and day one onwards you are actually put into operations oh, and, and now uh, I won't give the name okay. or you want name it's okay I, I trained at the gateway hotel on Banjara Hill it is called the Taj Banjara now oh. So at that point, that was a phase, that was a transition phase that was happening. Oh. And it was like being thrown into the swimming pool without any kind of a life support or a jacket or whatever it is. And for the life of you, you can't swim. You don't know how to swim. Now, this, this is what exactly happened with us. Mm. And I used to dislike the kitchen. I worked in the kitchen for a month and a half, I think, about a month. Oh. It was six month training. So in that, I think I spent my majority of my time in the kitchen. And I remember when we were put in the housekeeping, railings. So we are You still have work to do. You still have work to do. So it is always because the staff was less and we had to put in all that. But then the learning was enormous. I would say enormous. And I found a lot of support from the staff there. Whoever was there. They tried their best to teach. Another example was the first staff, first day at front office. First day at front office, I go in and uh, we had uh, Mr. Reggie Cobert. I think he is one of my role models when it comes to the uh, front office or when it comes to hotels. And uh, he says, Rachna, you have to uh, stand behind the reception counter. There is a group check-in happening. I will handle the group check-in. You handle the FITs. And I am stunned. I don't know anything. What do you want me to do? How do you want me? He said, I'll give you a briefing. He just stood me in the reception counter and told me, ye karna, ye karna. this is what you have to do. This is what you have to do. Now, bear in mind that the hotel was again transitioning from the Whitney system to the computerized system. Oh, okay. So that meant that I had to study the Whitney system as well as the computerized system. Now, it's like seeing generations. It's like moving from uh, Jurassic era to the next era to the next era. So I was seeing those transitions happening. So I saw the Whitney system was going out of uh, out of uh, the, this thing system. It was supposed to be removed and the computerized system were coming in. But then I had to work both on the Whitney as well as the computers because of the transition. So that means you're doing, if you're checking in a guest, you're checking in a guest both in the Whitney system as well as the computerized system. Plus, you needed to have a backup, so you're doing manual. Oh, wow. So I'm doing writing work, arrival and departure registers and expected arrival lists and all these things. 
so you are that one person you're doing the check in and you're doing all these things because of the transition but i think it was great fun yeah i felt that at that moment i felt that i am an adrenaline addict yeah i need that adrenaline rush all the time and yeah. that is where i decided i think i'm in the right place when it came to the hotels especially at the front desk because i was able to handle the whole show single handedly when there was a need so for me it was not a radical change i have seen students go through that kind of thing are hum kitchen mein kaam karenge we want to take up kitchen and all char din beta kitchen mein kaam kiya panchve din out hame karna hi nahi hai himmat hi nahi hai i remember picking up handies and all these things heavy stuff and people would look at me one of the chefs monday he is saying ek chinese ke upar you have to mix the stock now to reach that stock would mean i needed a step ladder because that's so high and what he does is he takes that apna jo stores wala basket hota hai he turns it around he says stand on this and stir the stock but it was fun it was great fun yeah, yeah. so i enjoyed every moment of it i know for students it may come as a shocker when you're putting in so many hours and all and that is i think more of this generation in yeah. our times we never asked yeah. we never asked yeah i think also uh, i mean without being judgmental i think a lot of uh, the way that they have they sort of seen the exposure and uh, all of it together i guess even parents i remember i was training in pune and my parents did ask me that you know why are you late or why are you at the hotel close to 24 hours they were like ha kaam hai kaam hai you doing your work you, you, you know you never had that question saying ki oh you have to come it, it, it was told in the paper when you joined that it is going to be six hours so i think that's you know it's both ways you know parents also sort of play a role in exactly even parents they see being a girl and that too in the hotel industry and that too about 27 28 years back yeah. hotel mein kaam karti hai that is almost a taboo correct yeah almost a taboo if you understand that yeah. so in spite of all that i really enjoyed my time during my training so it is it is unforgettable the memories are unforgettable for me it was great fun and that is a point when i realized like i said i am i am an adrenaline addict and i work when it is hitting you right in the head and i work best when it i'm in that stage so that was a time period absolute pressure yes <laughs> but i you know honestly sort of i never i never thought that i would be that sort of a person but uh, when i saw the hotel uh, after the lockdown opened that was a time it actually struck me You know, there is nothing happening around. There is no action around it. You know, that's when you realize that oh God, that's so different. Or or how addicted are you to adrenaline? That you like to say, you know, how addicted yes. to the action around you. And everything like split second decisions to be taken. You are like what? When I joined the hotel industry as a uh, management trainee, when you're joining in, you're hardly twenty, twenty one, and you. are managing an entire hotel yeah that itself is a big thing yeah. that itself is a big thing the amount of responsibility on you is very high and, and uh, i guess uh, even you know i would i would not really call you call you know say that in our time sorts because i think i am somewhere in between you know i think is that i was like a 20 years old i definitely can say 10 years ago 
uh, you know, we, we found a lot of people to be more, uh, who could guide you and who, who had that sort of an experience. I mean, you know, I remember all the HODs that I interacted when I was a management trainee had at least 20 years of experience behind them when they had become an HOD. And now, when you see today, you, you have people like six years or under six years who are heading departments. And you know, getting that, that sort of helps in or uh, sort of brings in the difference of training or an approach towards the new field around. See, if you ask me, experience is a big, big, big game changer. But I don't deny the fact that nowadays youngsters, when they are given responsibility, they mature faster. Yeah. Okay. Maybe their experience level would be a little low, so their decision making on the way may not be bang on, like not hitting the nail on the head. You might have to maybe go around a few times before you actually land your plane. That's that's how it might be. You may not be able to get onto the airstrip right away. You might have to just probably go around two, three times, make a false land and then go back once again and then try and get back again. Mm -hmm. There may be a possibility, but then nowadays I have seen youngsters are raring to go. But if I look at the people who I worked with, the level of maturity was very high. Their understanding was very high and their people interaction. If I look at the interpersonal relationships, I found that they were so much more better at that because they took time to know the person before they could start assigning roles or jobs or whatever it is. They would put you on a, it's, it's kind of put you on a freezer kind of a thing. You stay for some time, just try and learn the ropes and all that. So once you understand that, then after that we will put you. So in that time, they were also assessing your strengths and weaknesses. So they took that kind of a time and they had that patience to handhold you when it was required. Nowadays, it is not easy for a youngster to mentor. I am not saying they're not capable. I am just saying that they have only one view. Whereas a particular 10-year experience or 15-year experience would have seen the same situation in five with five different results or outcomes. And a young manager would only see one and no one, my own. Not somebody else is also yeah. part of it. So these these are the things which I feel, but I don't think I would give it either to the older generation or to the newer generation. I think everybody is good nowadays and there is so much of knowledge all across. When it comes to, there's so much of information available. So yeah. finally, what matters for a hotelier is to have that all-round personality and also to understand that you have to be a person who is learning continuously. I'll, I'll probably talk about my book at this point of time also to say that the Insane Hotelier, the book in which we put down, we pen down our thoughts in which we talked about how Rai Bahadur Mohan Singh Oberoi, what qualities did he have and how are they necessary even till date? So there are some things which youngsters probably don't want to get into. Yeah, yeah. So if it's spirituality, what would you say? I think, I mean, you know, now reading about spirituality and knowing about it and having uh, undergone a Vipassana session, I would, I would definitely say that it's, it's essential and, and you have to have that bend. And again, I wouldn't sort of label it into a thinking of spirituality, sitting at 
in front of an idol or sitting in front of a mandir and being you know chanting something but i think that it is more for me spirituality is introspection you know you have to look within yourself and understand what is happening at a very very unbiased view because the world today is going to give you 100 views you know tum gadhe ke upar baith ke chalo ya gadhe ko sar pe leke chalo people are going to judge you for that for everything that you do so for me that's spirituality you very good inside and you sort of understand what is happening and what going good or bad but did you have this view 10 years back no no that is exactly what so that is that is where things are so in the book we talk about what should spirituality be or rather how should it be understood because if you are able to get it young your journey is much more easier or rather the path that you take becomes easier and more informed i think i would say it's more informed the journey than just you know going with the flow and sort of getting bruised and hurt across the stream so spirituality that's why i say is not something that you're sitting in front of an idol or doing idol worship or maybe bhasma laga liya saffron pehen liya and all these things so it is it is not related to that but spirituality is when i wait to look at a very beautiful flower on the road when i wait to smell that beautiful rose when i see that little sprout opening out so that is that is where i connect with nature that is where spirituality comes in and that is where you start understanding sometimes and patience is one virtue that you get if you understand spirituality absolutely. and that is essential absolutely i think hearing that was very very valid but i was listening to uh, one of the interviews a few days ago and uh, they said you know that you know Uh, they were talking primarily about how how kids justify today that you know doing marijuana or grass is similar to uh, attaining spiritual health or whatever and you know see how yogis and babas across do that. So uh, the man who was being asked this question, he replied saying that you know they do it. Yes, that's right, they do it. But do you know that they quit it after they have achieved that level of intellect? Are you doing that, or are you just getting sucked into that whole addiction? That's the difference between you know just comparing yourself saying okay, मैं कर रहा हूँ क्योंकि वो बाबा कर रहा है and and actually you don't know that he will quit it when he attains that his level yes. of uh, spirituality or his level of learning that he is doing yeah and I mean coming back to that that thought itself you know uh, you worked in a few colleges and you work now uh, at Hyatt at over twenty one years. uh what do you think is the role of a college in making a good hospitality professional the college plays a real big role because the college is not just the brick and the cement the college is the people the teachers that are there people who are there if you are interacting with them and when you see those teachers are all like minded and they are all working towards one goal towards the goal of trying to bring the best out of you it's not us it is trying to bring the best out of the student and when everybody is working towards trying to make management trainees trying to teach the best i think there are so many times we have been told i we saw people who came in from different colleges they came and visited us the other faculty also they came aap itna karte ho and students madam aap itna padhate ho hamara to nahi hua kabhi now when you hear these things that is a time when you realize that yes you are actually doing a lot 
and the college matters it matters because the faculty are they putting in more and enough efforts also is important so when it comes to things like when you're doing small little things when you're trying to get students to sit in a classroom which is very difficult nowadays to make them sit in one place and without a mobile phone <laughs> yes without a mobile phone and pay attention to what you're saying for more than 20 minutes 20 minutes nowadays i think this sada attention span is about 5 minutes not more than that so when it comes to that to make them sit to make them listen to you and to make them do what you want them to do is actually training them so a college plays a role when it tries when it tries to build the personality now if i have a faculty who teaches front office and does not dress or groom appropriately and comes to the class and takes a session how serious would the student be obviously the student is not learning anything yeah. but if the front office faculty is well groomed carries herself or himself well and is able to convey what needs to be conveyed and the language and communication skills are apt when it comes to that particular subject then obviously you're making a big difference so this it does make a big difference the college does make a big difference it is like trying to say that if you are doing an engineering from an iit or doing it from any other chota tom dick and harry institute it would matter mm-hmm. so when i say brand ihm i am very proud of brand ihm and, and especially with iit hyderabad i am extremely proud of it absolutely <laughs> because i happen to be an alumnus of that particular college as well as i am teaching there so i feel really proud about it you know what i think it does you know when you see people around you do recognize that I mean, it, it's the ratio. So I, I, I tell this to a lot of people, and I get this asked a lot. Really, what you keep talking about, Ichen, this, that, and this. I said, uh, you know, clearly for Ichen, Hyderabad alone. I said, go around, go around a particular hotel, see how many Ichen Hyderabad guys are around, or go around a particular company, see how many Ichen Hyderabad guys are around, and you will sort of get the difference of what I'm saying. There will be people from other colleges. There will be people from every other institute, not without demeaning anybody. But when you see the numbers, you will clearly realize what is the difference. What are we talking about right now? So, yeah. But uh, so, I feel, I feel IHM makes IHM Hyderabad makes rock stars. Yeah. That I. So I'm talking to one rock star right now. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, you know, coming to a very, very controversial sort of part of uh, this whole college and uh, career related, uh, the curriculum that is uh, that has been taught. Uh, do you think that there is a gap, or is there something that you as faculty members are doing a lot? I understand that there is a whole process of changing it and all of that. But uh, at the college level, do you think uh, there is something that you guys are doing where you sort of bridging the gap? Because I'm sure you you also are uh, doing your own uh, study of uh, both the institutes or, or going into the system and checking how the current day hospitality is, and then coming back and seeing the curriculum. So what what is it that that you you are sort of doing? Okay, uh, let me. I'll try and explain it with an analogy. Like when you go to school, you start with A B C. They were saying if it is when you are starting to learn A B C D C ka I E C ka, so you are starting with that, right. right? Then after that, you go on to the next component where you are doing the uh, 
stringing those alphabets together into a word so a for apple b for ball c for cat etc etc then you start stringing those words into a sentence so that is how it moves so yeah. when it comes to an ihm an ihm is a place where you are learning your abcs it is learning those building blocks your basic mathematics the basic whitney system what it was or what is a computerized system or uh, how does it work now when it comes to the fnb service left right service clearance from here service from there what to be port from here now if you go to the hotel i don't think anybody has the patience or the time or even the space to think of all your left rights and everything jahan jagah mili bhaiya wahan se serve kar do but don't drop it on the guest that's that's what would be mattering the most but then when you see the basics the basics are really important is what i feel because until and unless you know all your abc's all the 26 alphabets with all the consonants and the vowels ya i e or uske pure everything if you don't know till shadragnya and everything mm-hmm. how would you be able to put it together Correct. see the rest is on application now we have to understand a student has to move in the education system the first thing is to ratta maga everything a b c d padho 1 2 3 4 padho tables padho this 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 so you this this stage in the first year second year is when you are mugging up everything when you reach the third year third year is when you start you are supposed to start using your brain and understanding and analyzing what was taught earlier but our education system or rather our students for the matter bhaiya first semester mein pad liya chalo bhul jao second semester pad liya chalo bhul jao third pad liya chalo jaane do and by the time you come to the fifth semester where you're supposed to use that information you come back to a zero so that is where things go wrong and i'm i'm not saying that we are on par with the industry in terms of everything but we are trying to simulate as much as we can so we try and get the software and everything but ids is obviously going to be different from opera yeah. it's not going to be the same and the way you work on it and the way the way you understand and analyze it it is going to be different now this is my personal view or a personal opinion also when i i when i am to say that if there is a faculty who's joined in after finishing college straight away without getting exposed in the industry what will this faculty teach absolutely let me Now, now you don't know. Now this is the point where there will be trouble, because this is the point where they cannot relate with what happened in the hotel. When I worked for three years in the hotel, I can give you examples of what I went through, or rather, how I handled the situation, because I was there. I did it. I have been through that phase. So I can give you a lot of examples. I can give you a lot of possible options. I can give you a lot of possible ways. Ki ha, if this is this situation, it can be handled in X, Y, Z, or in these, these, these different ways. We can always do that. But if a person has never exposed themselves to the hotel industry, what will they teach? So this is where the gap comes in. This is where the gap comes in. Now, if you were to take the kitchen. late presentations and this and that and a lot of creativity creativity comes later but until you know how to make your bechamels and the mayonnaise and everything how would you go into the creative phase you can't you can't move into the creative phase so there there is a disconnect i'm not saying that it is not connected there is a disconnect but 
the student has to understand that here you are first learning the basics the application is your creativity the application is when you show your creativity so i can teach you the fidelio system or the uh, system in the opera i can show it on the computer i can tell you that this is how it works but until you type it yourself and one fine day you look at it and say are i can do this and get this report or i can apply this information put it on a worksheet i can do it this way so that is what your application is teaching you Correct. but then in the hotel industry you're doing that it's not that you're not doing that and then you come back and tell me are madam ye to hotel mein hota hai aapne padhaya hai nahi hai hame happens isn't it so even never thought this is what is told but then those are not things that need to be taught that comes with experience what needs to be taught at this moment is that i am putting the foundation together for you now what you build on top is what you have to choose or how you're going to build it is again your choice so are you uh, sort of i mean you know just a thought that i got right do you think that including more and more uh, industry professionals especially for third year to sort of come in and uh, have conversations and you know it it may not be uh, lectures lectures as such a, a very open and conversation a very heart filling real conversation in that this is what i do this is what this is how i sort of connect with you once you're in the industry over three year i think you've learned how to connect the dots you know what you learned in college to what what is actually happening on the shop floor so uh, do you think that is something that you sort of have started doing or uh, is that is that part of a plan in fact in fact we have started doing it right if you remember we had invited you over also once yes. to come and take yes. it off in sales right yes. that was because ek to ghar ki murghi dal barabar bhai hum bolte rahenge tumne suna nahi we'll keep telling you the same thing you don't want to listen to us but when a hotel professional comes in and talks about something then it it sounds are you such bol rahe the so it is like validating what we have been saying to a certain extent and now 20 years back what i have been through or the kind of situations i've seen they have changed so what is the atmosphere you're in is going to be completely different your examples your way of handling is going to be completely different from mine so what you do is when you're coming in you're giving a fresh perspective to the same thing so now we are getting to see the same thing in different ways or different versions so our principal mr thakur is very clear about this he says as many hotel professionals and people who have put in at least 5 to 6 years in the industry please invite them to come and talk so when this happens you are actually helping the candidates you are actually helping the students to get a fresh look at the same problem okay. or get a look at the same question so you might find different options coming out it's like you are standing in a place you don't know which road to take now you know i can go left or i can go right or i can go center or maybe turn around and go back you never know so that is a time so i have i have i feel we have started doing that and to try this is technically to try and bridge that gap bridge the gap between what we are teaching and what is happening in the hotel industry because see we can't invest so much money being an educational organization we cannot put in so much of uh, 
in terms of like buying opera or fidelio or whatever goes is going to cost us a few lakhs and then you need to have that kind of an infrastructure to support it again a few more lakhs so we are trying our best we have changed there is a lot of changes that we have gone through we have tried to bring in the best of equipment in even in the kitchens and everything we are trying to get whatever best we can including redesigning the kitchens and redoing quite a few things here even that is happening so i feel we are trying at least a few of the colleges are going out of their way to try and do these things and we are hoping <coughs> another thing that happens is hotel sort of uh, so the, the exposure of industry experts coming in and talking to the students we are we are getting to do that from our side yes we are really taking a lot of pains in terms of inviting people and we feel very proud when our own alumnus comes back when they come back and talk and like you were saying the hotelier actually mm -hmm. is so bound by their own requirements by their own needs and operational exigencies and all that it is very difficult to tear a hotelier to come out of that hotel scenario or come and conduct a class so that itself sometimes becomes a big 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 challenge for us but then yes i think a lot of chains especially uh, the accor and uh, the taj and the uberoy they have tried their level best to help us in whatever way possible by at least relieving their people to come over and then talk to our people and give information and i think uh, hotels have also made it important as a part of the kpis that you're supposed to go and do this so that also adds on that also helps us a lot <laughs> so in both the ways i think there is a little bit of a balance that is being uh, achieved so that's nice this is segue to this question uh, is there not two things one is that how do you sort of uh, counsel or or on a speak to a student uh, be it probably first year second or third year irrespective like i'm just speaking to a general student to choose his or her uh, area of interest or or the, the path that they should go because you know, like i said there is so much of exposure uh, in today's day and age there is information available at the click and all of that so how do you sort of counsel students to I think I'll take my own example here. When I was a student, I was told that you should go into housekeeping. Mm -hmm. You should not go into front office. Now I was not a very big fan of the housekeeping at that point in time. So considering that, and then front office was something which I thought was what I could do really well because I could connect with people. and people would connect with me easily so that that connectivity was something which i found because i was able to talk to anybody any age group it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you are a 60 year old or a 16 year old i could have hold a proper conversation with everybody so these are things which i thought were making me very apt or rather a suitable candidate when it came to the front office but then if you look at a certain standards once again it's very cliched for the matter Yeah. you need to be really good looking you need to be tall you need to be this you need to be that so these these are the physical constraints that go in yeah. <coughs> and i fell short when it came to the height so i was told 
how would you be visible from behind the reception counter you will have to wear a one foot heel that is a thing you will have to do and this is what your seniors are telling you okay so all these things are happening and then we used to have mock interviews and in the mock interviews also i was told by my faculty nahi get into the housekeeping don't do front office don't do front office so i did get an opportunity in the housekeeping in now uh, one of the uh, the thing and the rather the part that thing that irked the most or rather the thing that stays with you is i made it to all the final rounds of itc of taj of uh, wmi uh, itc that was uh, wmi and oberoi i went till almost the last rounds and then i could not make it at after that okay. because front office again the profile required was different so when i look at that and when i look back i think green park gave me the opportunity i met the uh, managing director and uh, <laughs> he told me very clearly he said what i saw was that you have a very pleasant personality which is required for the front office and you also are very empathetic and in tune with what people need or what they might require and i was one of the youngest people to get to become a manager in the one and a half two years phase people had their trainings extended whereas i was given it way before time the my status changed from management trainee to an assistant manager earlier than what it would have been and that would have been because of the work that i put in in the front office when a general manager walks in and says acha rachna you are there on shift chalo i can go home now that is one thing that talks about you that talks about how so there are many a times when i felt that we are prototyping we are stereotyping people we stereotype people into nay you should go into the front office because you are like this you should go into the housekeeping because you are like this but then hotels also look at all these things so to a great extent it becomes difficult it is difficult and very heartbreaking to tell a student that you don't get into this department because you don't have the looks for it is it does it happen even today with with certain extent yes but not in the uh, foreign chains okay. i'm not seeing that happen so i have seen that break there but even now now if you go as a guest i ask people randomly now if you were to go as a guest and if you were to see a very heavily built reception uh, boy standing or a girl standing there uh, or in right next to the person you'll find a very swelled and good looking girl standing who would you go to who would you first step towards so this this again is a mindset now even my guest when the guest walks in will look for people who need to be pleasant now it is a double edged sword it is it is too double edged to understand but then what i would say is if you have the right communication skills number 1 yeah. if you have the right kind of an attitude your attitude is something that is really important if you have an attitude where you feel that you can help people out if you have an attitude where you can try and anticipate or rather read the other person's body language and try and solve their concerns even before they can voice it out even before they can tell you what is happening then in such a case you're good for the house that for the front office then in such a case you're good for this and initially it used to be like uh okay not very good looking not this this acha kitchen mein chale jao that used to be the thought yeah, yeah, yeah. but 
no now it is not we have so many show kitchens we've got so many people you need to have communication skills you can't speak english kitchen mein chale jao I that was that was how we want so now to be a chef again you need to have that pleasing personality you still need to have that kind of a communication skill you still need to have that attitude to rubab which you would say you still need to show that Yes. so you have to be a complete package so your departmental choice is what i would still leave it to you what you find pleasure in what you find happiness in because i quit i did not take up housekeeping because in a big chain and instead took front office in a small chain because i wanted it and i did it and i did very well i did really well in that department and in the bargain i learned a lot so i would tell every student first you need to identify where you are strong now nowadays the mindset or rather the idea is bhaiya mujhe housekeeping pasand nahi mujhe front office pasand nahi mujhe kitchen pasand nahi chalo hum log jayenge fnb ab i don't like front office i don't like kitchen i don't like fnb i will go to the housekeeping now when you are excluding other departments because you don't like them and getting into a department because this is a lesser evil then probably you're not choosing right yeah yeah that is the time when you're not choosing right so go go for a department that is your passion if you're saying kitchen then it should be your passion you're thinking eating drinking sleeping thinking everything you're doing only kitchen 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 not at the cost of other subjects but then yes you're doing it so i feel this is a very personal kind of a thing because i i can give an example i had a student who did specialization now he was i think about 5 feet 1 inch or a 1 and a half inch mm. and this boy wouldn't have fit in the front of his profile if you were to look at the height and everything basically he was a very very pleasing boy to look at in everything but then he did he joined the front office and he did so well and from there he moved to revenue management yeah. he joined the front office because he wanted to be there now that is passion now that is irrespective of the number of blockages that are created for you you still are jumping over all those hurdles and then still getting so that is what is needed what is not required what is required is if you have to identify or choose a department don't do it because you're excluding every other department that you don't like do it because you like this department that is when you will find that you would be happy doing what you are doing otherwise you won't find it no, i am working for the last 12 hours 15 and then those 12 and 18 hours become cake walk yeah, yeah. you don't absolutely. Absolutely. absolutely just just a quick segue what what's your favorite teaching i know you also do training and uh, or hotel on the shop floor what's your favorite ah uh, very difficult now again i i i'll put it together in the form of my own story once more yeah. it is like after i got into teaching i got into hotel management because my father put me into it yeah. i got into teaching because my mother pushed me into it 
now oh. both the choices were not mine technically i enjoyed them on the way is a different story but then it was not my choice and mm-hmm. i still remember my father filled up my uh, application form for hotel mm-hmm. management uh, when the faculty this thing came out position came out and he sent it okay i didn't even send the application i was happy working in the hotel but he sent the application he said dekho maine i saw the news in this thing in the newspaper this is there so mm-hmm. you start and i went through the interview round and everything we had a big panel about seven eight people and uh, mr dinesh and i both of us gave the interview at the same time the same day we gave the interview oh. and both of us got selected on the same the same so that was uh, another story behind that and uh, after finishing the interview the panel head stands up shakes my hand and says this was the best interview and i'm like i don't know what to say i'm laughing <laughs> like i'm it should be best for me or for you i don't know but he enjoyed taking the interview conducting the interview so i was very happy and i joined in my first month was misery again i reminded me of my college days i said nothing is happening here no. you're doing the same classes monday to friday you're repeating the same thing month by month my adrenaline did not have an outlet it was stuck it was stuck inside me yeah. and i kept thinking job satisfaction nahi hai ye nahi hai what is happening and probably what i was testing myself too much was that i i have 100 students who were joining in at that point of time 120 was the uh, strength when i was looking at when i started teaching mm-hmm. and these 120 i wanted to change all of them to make them better but it yeah, took me one it took me one year to realize i can't change all of them i can't it took me one full year to realize that even if i changed just one person i think i was doing a good job there is this one person will ensure that the change happens afterwards also continues because this one person will be my brand ambassador will be the person who would talk about the college would project the college would feel good about the college so it is immaterial about the 199 because i don't need to really push into them, myself into that so when i i started being a little less sort of testing on myself and i thought that even if i changed the life of one person if i was able to do something even for one person i would be happier that is when job satisfaction started coming that is when i started enjoying teaching <laughs> till then teaching was not something that i enjoyed but if you still asked me go back to the hotel i think i'll be more than happy to go back to the hotel that is actually my my next question i think uh, offline we had this conversation multiple number of times that uh, you know hotels or uh, i mean in today uh, i'm sure you have a lot of friends very students everybody who who's now into the industry and so do you think you missed out on something of by not being in the industry at this point in time No. when i'm saying i would go back to the hotel yeah. but then if i were to think back i'm very happy being where i am okay there was a time there was a time when i was struggling to move back again into the industry and i got a lot of offers because mm-hmm. i was taking care of the campus interviews it so yeah. happened campus interview bachcho ke hote the aur mere bhi interviews sath mein ho jate the so they would end up acha i'm offering you a job they would tell my principal we are offering her a job and they look at me are you taking it 
and then I would say, no, sir, it's okay. My mom will kill me more than anything. So it it was like that. Okay. But then I feel the grass is always green on the other side, is what you say. What we listen to, or door ke dhol suhane lage and everything. But then yeah. when there is somebody thumping that dhol on your head, I don't think you'd be really happy. So I feel I am happy where I am. And I found that only when I said that job satisfaction wala moment when I went through it. When I went through that, and probably there were times when I felt that Are salary kitni kam hai, hotel mein dekho kitni achi mil rahi hai, ye bhi ho hai, wo bhi ho hai. But then if I look at the number of days I get on a vacation, if I look at the Saturday, Sunday that I get to stay at home, the time I can spend with my family. Sometimes I thank God, touch wood, I say that it is I'm getting best of both the worlds. I'm getting best of both the worlds. So where I am, I am happy. I may want to go back to the hotel industry, but that would have been probably 15 years back. Today, if you asked me, no, I am comfortable being where I am. That may be even because I have already grown into that particular position or grown into that particular place or whatever it is, it could be that. But then I have found my happiness. I have found my calling. It took long, but then yes, I did find my calling that I'm happy doing teaching. I don't know about my students, but I can tell about myself. <laughs> You're not happy. You're not going to make your students happy. They're always going to feel a disconnect between uh, you know, the, the subject and them. Because at the end of the day, what, what you do and what you train them or tell them is equivalent to what a subject that they understand. But uh, again, another set of controversy question How does one, uh, because we, we, like I said in the beginning, we have a few students listening to these people below 10th standard, 12th standard, listening to us. How does one uh, sort of choose a college to go to? I mean, you know, is, do you think there is sort of a set of parameters that one should look at when you are choosing a college to go to? The most important parameter you should look at is the people, the faculty, okay. who's teaching. Because once you understand who's teaching and probably who's heading the organization, then you would know how that particular boat is going to go and where it is going to go. So you don't want to get into a college which has no direction, no chappu, no this thing. You're put in a boat, no. uh, absolutely nothing. And then there was a phrase I remember reading in one of the novels which said, up shit creek with no oar or paddle. So you don't want to be in that kind of a situation. Yeah. You don't really want to be in that kind of a situation. Mm -hmm. So what you have to do is you have to find out who are the people who are teaching there. You have to connect with them if you can, if you can find out from maybe who's already studying there and can give you a little bit of an insight about that. Just try and find out because this is an age of information, yeah. age of information where you can get information easily. It is not so difficult to get information. So just find out, find out about what are the facilities that would be offered. See, many a times, even if I have very good infrastructure, but bad faculty it doesn't work. Yeah. But if I have good faculty and mediocre infrastructure, I can still do well. Yeah. I can still do well. So these these are the things. So this is what I feel. So you should look at this. You should know your faculty first. They are the ones who are actually going to make you or break you. A follow-up on this, uh, do you think uh, it is essential to do a master's related to hospitality or your basic graduation is enough? 
see before you step into post graduation it is my strong belief or a strong feeling that you need to have experience right until and unless you get a proper experience in your field you should not venture out into masters at least put in 2 years and then you will know what direction do i want to take now if i am in the hotel industry i worked there for about 2 to 3 years and then now i know i like revenue management and number crunching i'd probably go and do an mba in finance and then i can come back to the hotel industry if i want or i can move out that can be done or if i am in the kitchen i worked for about 2 years and after working for 2 years i probably go to one of these foreign uh, institutes that are very well known or maybe somebody who can advance my career in some form or the other i go there and i study i do better i can do better but then there are pros and cons like i say if i look at the con aspect if i were to go to a foreign institute and paying like what about a crore to do a small little course yeah when will i get it back absolutely when will i get it back so that is a question i need to ask myself and apart from that am i going to remain in the same position all year long all life long so if i am in the kitchen and i am a skilled person i remain in the same place i can make money that's a different story but then tomorrow if i want to be somebody beyond being an executive chef or maybe a general manager or a director then what is it that i need so that means finally you need to understand what are your goals where are you aiming Mm-hmm. what are you aiming for once you know what you're aiming for then the rest of the thing will fall in place so i wouldn't say you should do an mba or you should have to do an msc in hotel management or you have to do this or you have to do that i wouldn't say what it depends on where you want to go finally it is it is like at that place you have to choose and your choice you should learn never to regret because once you make that choice it's yours for life <laughs> you have to learn not to regret it you have to learn to be with it 100% full fledged be with it yeah. so that is important so i won't say you have to get into masters or do masters or whatever it is it depends on where you wish to go again not everybody is going on the same path and not everybody is going towards the same goal everybody has their own goals so you chalk your own path also follow up on that you know like both of us know uh, and i'm sure you know a lot of people who have uh, sort of graduated from hotels and branched out to something completely different i mean i know people who call it finance and uh, i don't know what all so do you think uh, that the training or the education that you get into the hotel school and i'm not talking about the curriculum but the kind of like we spoke earlier also the agility the sort of decision making or the sort of uh you know thinking on your toes does that sort of have an edge uh in other industries do you think that what hotel school does that to you it is yes to a great extent now if i were to do a general bsc or a ba or any other regular probably i'm doing even an engineering how many of the institutes are looking to groom my personality they don't they look at only machine or they look at only their books they look at only one so it is all focused towards one thing but it never focuses on who you are the way you dress up the way you turn out the way you walk in the way you are in a party the way you are in a private this thing so it sort of teaches you all these things 
so it is education come a finishing school all rolled in together yeah. you're doing you're doing all these things because you're learning everything now there are days when i remember we used to do in the housekeeping we used to do polishing of wood and all that today i do it at home also i'm not scared of taking my power tools and starting work and cutting up things i got a saw and all that an electric saw and stuff so this probably hotel management did yeah. again doubled up with the fact that my father did sort of it that i did all these things that's a different story but then it added on yeah. it made it it made me complete so when i feel it this way i am sure the other institutes or other colleges don't teach you that and that is one reason why you will find that people who have done their hotel management are so adaptable that is one that they have they can quickly adapt to any kind of a situation they can talk to anybody because that's how they are groomed that's how they train themselves that's how they grow so in these 3 years they've learned all these things they've become a complete people person complete people person so you are learning all these things consciously or unconsciously but you are learning all these things in the hotel industry so i feel hotel school really transforms you it's like transformation from a caterpillar to a butterfly that happens absolutely yeah. but i have a, a sort of a tough question on this is that uh, when i speak to a lot of uh, my tnc counterparts the talent counterparts in various hotels they say that uh, you know not a lot of talent today wants to really come into hotels they want to segue to other industries they want to go out of hotels and and you know do into retail or that is immediately after their college so what's your point on this that you know one why do you think people are doing that and two uh, is there anything that has been done to sort of get people back to hotels and not just get them to work for a few years and then venture out into something else it is i think the lure of money quick money now generations have changed like we were talking about our generation like in my generation we never asked are itne baje ghar jana hai nahi jana hai kaam karo chalo kaam kar raha hai we never questioned we never shouted we never fought back we never did we would comply and we would go ahead but this generation you try telling them and kyun kare why should we do it what are we getting out of this so there is always a what's in it for me question that comes in the end of the sentence so it becomes very difficult for this generation to comply so that is that is where i think the trouble lies more than anything but like i said you know anything that that the college is sort of doing to sort of uh, you know get people at least to work in hotels for a few years we are trying our best we are trying our best to tell them that if you stay in the hotel but then hotels have to support us also yeah. now if uh, if a retail company offers something close to 25000 mm-hmm. and a hotel offers something something close to 15000 what would you pick up yeah right at that point of time when i have to think about where will i stay what will i eat who is going to take care of all these things etc etc and a retail company says we have staff we have accommodation we'll give you so and so so and so this thing maybe 1000 rupees deducted 25000 is what you're going to get and food on uh, this thing uh, on your job and rest you have to take care so what happens at that point of time is when you balance these when you try and put it on a 
balance sheet, you will end up seeing that probably retail is taking care of you much better than a hotel. So that, that is where things come into perspective. For this, again, it, you have to train a student to look beyond the money. And then if you look at the struggle, obviously, yes, there is a lot of struggle. When it comes to the hotels, there is a lot of struggle. But people don't see. I have seen people who have worked in companies, in um, uh, retail outlets, and they start their job at 10 in the morning and probably end at 11, 12, 1 in the night because they have to close shop doors, this, that, and everything, and they're coming back. But we don't see this. We don't see this. The second part that we don't see is, where will I go from here? Yeah. And that we don't. Career trajectory is something. Yes, I got 25,000 today. is okay. After that, what? So I don't end up seeing these things. So when I don't see these things, I go in for the 25,000. Yeah. Instead of going for the 15,000, which would take maybe another two, three years, before or year and a half before it turns into a lack. <clears throat> now do you get good salaries? Now I'm talking about post COVID, pre COVID. I'm not talking about COVID era. Where I think we have taken a severe beating. The hotel industry has taken a beating completely. Okay. And at this point of time, if somebody is to listen to our podcast, they'll say, "Why should I join at all?" Yeah, yeah. Okay. In the right. So this is this is a question that would come up. Yeah. I think it's, it's a passing phase and, and we, we've been, like we said, you know, the, the, the training puts you, it makes you so agile that you will quickly wind, go back you will, you will go back once again because you will go back with the bang once more because that is how I think we have learned or rather we have been yeah. all along. Yeah. So even if there are bad times or good times, food is one thing we can't give up. We'll eat. You will still ask for a biryani to be uh, parceled home through Swiggy or whatever it is. You will still want it happening. Though you might not want to go out and eat. But then abhi, during COVID, during these times, the situations have sort of put people away from or rather they have sort of negated the entire hospitality industry. It is, it is come to that. It has come to a very bleak situation. And I would feel it might remain for an year and a half. Yes. But the generation who is in the first year today will come out in flying colors because they will have a lot of opportunities that will come up because we are hoping that things will brighten up because we always see the silver lining behind the cloud, isn't it? It's, that's, yeah. that's the thing we are looking at. So, but then I think hotels, the salary is something and the work hours and the work pressure and the stress that goes in. So, and hotels are doing a lot. They are trying to maybe put in that, enforce the nine hour work shift and uh, five day work week. Or, and, yeah. so, so that is happening. It is not that it is not happening, but then it's a little slow. It's a little slow. Yeah, I think it's, it's also, I mean, I can definitely uh, speak on behalf of the industry. And See, everybody's making an effort and, and at the end of the day, it's not one person's money that you can sign a check and say, okay, tomorrow I'll work 30,000 for the first person joining or the pressure to join. But yeah, I guess everybody's realizing the, the cost of talent uh, these days and they've been changing. And again, like I said, the kind of benefits that you get at a hotel versus a non-hotel, you don't really realize that. 
students have joined as management training and they invite the family to come over for the first 2 3 days and stay at the hotel and get a feel of the hotel mm -hmm. now this was this is something that i found was unique a different way of attracting talent so yeah. this is one way of telling see we are trying to take care of you then after that i think again there came in a concept when you can go and stay in any of the hotels in any of the cities of the same brand that you are in just make a reservation rooms available you will still get it so you're exposing yourself you're learning you can go on a holiday you can spend lesser money and still go on a holiday was what was and very enticing when it came to that nobody else than me was expected to go and again what is not not visible is you're wearing the same uniform which is a hotel wala uniform so you're spending less money on clothes number yeah. one number two you're eating in the hotel all the time बेटा पड़े और शिफ्ट में एक बार हो गया दो बार हो गया वी आर हैविंग ब्रेकफास्ट लंच डिनर सब वहीं पे चल रहा है सो कॉस्ट ऑफ दैट इज आल्सो गॉन डाउन ओके ओनली फेज मेबी व्हाट यू आर गोइंग टू स्पेंड एंड द काइंड ऑफ वर्क दे आर पुटिंग इन बट देन इफ यू वर टू प्रोबेब्ली स्क्रैप थ्रू द फर्स्ट 5 इयर्स यू विल बी डूइंग वंडर्स एट द एंड ऑफ इट आई थिंक दैट दैट इज स्ट्रगल इन एवरी इंडस्ट्री यू स्टे फॉर 5 इयर्स एंड देन यू सॉर्ट ऑफ स्टार्ट सीइंग दैट पैराडाइम शिफ्ट इट डज Before we sort of wind up, we have a quick, uh, quick set of rapid fire that that we do. <laughs> okay, so you've already answered the first one that I had in my list. Uh, but the 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 first two you've already answered in my conversation. But uh, what's the most memorable incident that you had in in college while teaching and learning both? Uh, while teaching. I have a lot of memories. I can't really point out at one. I do have a lot of memories when it comes to this, and uh, I think one of the memories of mine, which is very very fresh even now, is uh, I remember somebody putting a small slip of paper behind the almira, and I I was cleaning up my room, and I'm taking the paper out, or उसके ऊपर लिखा हुआ है एक थी डायन. I went to my class. and uh, i asked my students so obviously nobody is going to say anything nobody is going to come out with i maine likha marna hai kya i won't be doing it but bhai likha hai ho to theek kyun likha hai to likh dete kam se kam at least that would validate my presence do that <laughs> not anything but that was i think that was a fun part when it came to it and then i feel if i was able to create that kind of an impression in a person's mind i think i'm doing my job well <laughs> I, i i don't even want to get there <laughs> the kind of impression that you created in our mind i mean i i have like four five different impressions of you starting 2006 when i started college so i guess i change my impression as you grow in the first year you'll have a completely different experience second year is different and third year is different so once you come to the third year you're probably a little more relaxed around me but then in the first year i i'm sure you're not <laughs> and then i you know you know you you're one of the most you're, you're like 
you know as how social media starts to be have fan pages you had fan pages some years ago yes i was i was surprised and i didn't know about the existence of that fan page for really long what? it was yeah. one day i had no clue that i had a fan page rachna madam fan club on facebook and yeah. i had no clue i think for about 2 years i had absolutely not an inkling about that kind of this and one of my students tells me madam aapke naam ka fan page hai humne join kiya kya kiya i have no i don't even know who is the owner of that page i don't even know who the person is why would you join nahi we join i said please stop it and then i actually wrote to them and i told them to please close that they said madam we won't put anything untoward in that we won't do anything no hanky panky nothing but we want to retain the page and i think the page is still there it's still there it's still there <laughs> i have not been to it <laughs> okay but just one last question a rumor that you heard about you oh plenty plenty and i think among among the students the most most potent kind of a rumor was if she smiles you're in trouble so that was that was the thing that was the most if she is smiling today pakka you're in trouble so i imagine i'm teaching front office i'm telling people you need to smile more often and people are scared of me smiling <laughs> so that was something funny Uh, but, uh, I mean, I, I I have to be honest. In the first year, I also had that. <laughs> I had that. Feeling. Today, 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 structure and such but it was more a candid one teta yeah. teta very heart to heart so <laughs> that's why <laughs> thank you so much for doing this i hope you enjoyed it and uh, i enjoyed it a lot i think i re- relived all my memories once again <laughs> yeah i think there was a lot of stuff that we we didn't know I mean, we didn't know about you even after you were learning from you for three years and then we kept you for over a decade Uh, and i hope everybody enjoys that and uh, we have a lot of uh, kids who are inspired we, you any which way inspired all of us all these years but the new kids also before they sort of come into a college but in like you said uh, to sort of connect and uh, understand the faculty members so where should one connect and where should one uh, sort of reach out any particular email address your personal social handles whichever you comfortable to share you can people can get across to me through facebook messenger because i'm there on facebook you can reach me through messenger most of my students especially this batches they have my whatsapp number so most of them keep pinging me non stop so that's a different issue again so i don't have days and nights and evenings and i think 24 by 7 i have to be glued onto the phone so i need to get out of it for some time now <laughs> that is one and uh, my insta handle is also there so that's rashna agashi so anywhere anybody wants to reach out they're more than welcome to reach out and if they need help in any which way i am ready to but i would tell my students don't expect me to come running behind you there are 200 of you and i can't run behind 200 so if you really need my help you take time out you make the effort so i know your seriousness i know that you are serious to make a change
So anywhere, anytime, I'm more than happy to help. Before we sort of uh, wrap this discussion, I have to sort of ask you to share more details about your book. If you got the copy, I'm going to get the copy very soon and read it out. But if you could just give us a whole thought and idea about the book was a brainchild between, it was something that Mr. Dinesh and I both of us worked on. And I think we made the rest of COVID lockdown. Oh. So this, this book was written at that time when I think everybody else was cursing COVID. I, I was cursing it to a certain level, but then I think I came out of it because both of us decided and chose to write a book instead. And uh, this book is more towards, it is not a textbook. It will not teach you about front office housekeeping, F&B service or kitchen. It is not going to teach you that. But what it will teach you is what is the mental makeup of a hotelier? What does a hotelier have to be? And especially this generation needs it because like I was saying, our generation probably we lived it through because we had a little more patience and I, our parents also had a little more patience. But then when it comes to us now, I think I have a little lesser patience when it comes to how my kids are handled. So I might get angrier, which maybe my mother wouldn't have at that point of time. But, but these are the things if, if you are any, anybody, you need not be a hotel or hospitality student. You could be anybody. You could read the book like a novel. Just read it for the sake of reading it. It is written in a very, very simple kind of a language, which would connect. It's very conversational. So when we wrote it, we wrote it in the form of a conversation where I want to tell about my thoughts and what I want to see in you. So when we wrote it that way, we said that if you need to have that kind of a tenacity, that kind of perseverance, you need to have that kind of a mental makeup and how to handle tough situations. Because the hotel industry can be really tough. It can be really tough. So how do you handle it? How do you get out of it? Now, do you live in a bottle or do you live in a better way? After a day is over, how do you handle the day? So that, that is also something that we've spoken of. So we've spoken about, we've put together so many different aspects. We've identified about 13 odd traits. And then we took some people who were at general manager levels and uh, we asked them to give their thoughts about or views about what should be, what should a hotelier be like? What is the requirement today? So we spoke to a few heads of institutions like uh, IHNs in uh, Hyderabad. We took Mr. Thakur's, then we took uh, information from Mr. Satvir Singh, the uh, Director of Studies NCHM. And then we took uh, Pranjali, I think, I don't know if you remember her. Okay, she yeah. is, yeah, she's Yes, and she in nine years. So that was that was one thing that was very challenging for a girl. Number one, it is like breaking the glass ceiling. So she was able to break that glass ceiling. So that was something that prompted us to get in touch. Then there was this little boy, Indranil, and I still remember him and call him little. But the kind of dynamo, the way he expresses himself and the way he projects himself. So there are these things we thought, see, the problem was, we had so many people. Yeah. It was so difficult for us to point out to people and say, let us take information from them. I know that so many of them would be saying, the madam, why did you take us from you? Yes, you might get that feeling. You might get that feeling. Uh, you didn't ask, why didn't you ask us? But then 
I'll sure, uh, surely I think I'll write the next book and include you in that. <laughs> <laughs> but the only thing is we had to work within certain restrictions. So these were the restrictions. We could take only about 25 or 26 answers. We could not take beyond that. And we wouldn't be doing justice if we were taking too many people and diluting the entire thing down. So we were trying to see to it that we are able to tell a person who's reading the book that if you are going to be a part of the hotel industry, you have to be this. You have to be like this. You have to learn these traits. This is what your mindset should be. This is what your make, my mental makeup should be. And we also emphasized on the fact that you have to be an eternal student. You cannot stop learning. You cannot give up on your learning. So keep doing small courses, keep doing something or the other. So Mr. Dinesh is also launching his online platform soon where there'd be these small courses that would be offered. So these, these are things that is being put forth. So this is, this is a wonderful way of telling a person how to. And I think I'll get in touch with you also on a few things which I thought we should work out on, we could okay. work upon. Definitely, definitely. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on this first episode of Jack Please. We definitely know this was not one of the best produced episodes, but we also know that your love for us is immense and you will let us learn from our mistakes in our next episodes. Me, Mr. Hamsafar and Mrs. Hamsafar promise you that next episode onwards, we will improve on our production quality and sound recordings. Please note that this episode was recorded a few weeks ago when the country was in lockdown and this was recorded over a Zoom call. Thus, there are a few technical glitches and the sound does go off at times. But we'd once again like to thank you for accommodating this technical issues and bearing with us. We hope to bring better, better episodes each week when we catch you up every Wednesday for a new episode. Also, do like, share and subscribe on our social media handles and definitely do not forget to follow this podcast on Spotify. Thank you so much. Yes, before I leave, how could I forget? Excuse me, can I have the check please?